is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. And welcome to Bootlegging, a Boardwalk Empire podcast, season two, episode one. Back, baby. We are back. It's been a little bit of a break. Oh, my God. (laughs) How was... uh, Way too much happening in between. How was spring break? (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm calling Um, it. Real busy. Real busy. It was, um, you know, I... Love doing the podcast. It was kind of nice to get a break just so I could take care of a lot of stuff. But man, it's it's been nuts. Really busy. So I'm excited to get back to it. Yeah. I mean, oh, by the way, this is Colton and you, the, the individual that was just talking is Chris. <laughs> yeah, this is Chris. <laughs> got too uh, we <laughs> <laughs> a little too excited to get into this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I know mine was busy. Uh, me and my wife, we did our honeymoon. We uh, went to Korea. So... Yeah, I, I saw the pictures. I, I uh, yeah, for those of us that follow us on Instagram, he uh, posted plenty of pictures on Instagram, show showing it off, rubbing it in our faces. Yeah. That he got to go to Korea, <laughs> in Korea and Chicago. I did Chicago, and um, that's right. I got to see some cool stuff. Did a re- I'll do a shout out. Did a really cool uh, tour with Davey. Very knowledgeable. He's a uh, professor at the University of Chicago. Actually, um, does a walking tour for um, I guess a, a side job. And he walked us all around downtown uh, Chicago. Nice. There's a lot of cool history there that I didn't know about. Some of the stuff I felt like the little arrogant asshole that was like, I already know the answer to this, right? <laughs> actually. But, uh, actually, he was known as Al Capone. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was really, he was very good. Yeah, yeah was, I watch a- Boardwalk Empire. I think I know <laughs> a little bit more about Chicago than you do. Than you, and you, and you live here in this city, so... <laughs> Um, no, it was it was a lot of fun. We were very very busy. So, but we're back with our um, mundane lives now. So let's do mundane podcasting. <laughs> yeah, right. Spice it up. Spice it up with some podcast. <laughs> so we are back. Uh, this is season two, episode one. Now we are going to be a lot more serious this season. Um, I thought it got a little too crazy last season. So there's no more drinking on air. Okay, we're not doing all that. Okay, I, uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't get that I memo, <laughs> so I went ahead and pre-drank. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm actually having a St. Arnold's Oktoberfest, so nice. it's the season. Yeah, it, it, it's October, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, uh, my wife actually just bought some uh, some pumpkin beer, some dogfish head uh, oh. pumpkin ale. Yeah, um, it's the... Uh, Pun- pumpkin is what they call it, and it's very good. It's brown ale with pumpkin spice, so, so I am already knee deep in the in the pumpkin spice. <laughs> call me a basic bitch if you want, but once once the pumpkin comes out, I'm I'm down. I'm in it. <laughs> uh, you and me both. I just can't wait for Pumpkinator, St. Arnold's Pumpkinator. Oh my god! I was just looking it up today because uh, I'm like, yes, I need that in my life right now, so bad. <laughs> I have like three or four bottles in storage, so if you don't live in the Houston area, you don't have Pumpkinator. Pumpkinator is a little harsh at first. <laughs> yeah, you need you want to let that age. <laughs> yeah, so I have a couple bottles from like 2015 up in there. So uh, I'll have to nice. open one of those up for a special episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, well, let's get in. So the uh, season two, episode one, it is titled uh, 21. Now, real quick, um, written by Terrence uh, Winter and directed by Tim Van Patten. If you've been listening to the podcast and if you've been watching the uh, the series, we already know those names are very, very those popular. Dudes, yeah, yeah. Terrence Winter, yeah, sh- showrunner. Uh, Tim Van Patten is directing, I think, all episodes basically. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now the title. What did you get out of the title episode or the title? Of the I episode? have no idea what the title. It, it, the, when we when we first started the episode, um, Beth mentioned like, okay, well, is it because of the twenty first president? And I was like, no, that I don't I don't think that's right. And we looked it up, and it's like, no, that's we're on the twenty ninth president at this point. Okay, but uh, it's kind of funny that we brought that up because Beth was even like, I'm gonna remember that forever now. So now I know at least three presidents and the <laughs> order that they were. <laughs> so. <laughs> So that helped. That was uh, that was good to to know that. But yeah, that's what we thought at first was we thought it was because of the presidential election. It turns out that's not the case. So I have no clue what okay. that number signifies. All right. So what I think it is, I've gotten a couple meanings from it. Okay. One is season two, episode one, two, one. Okay. Right. That's right. one. I I don't know if that's it. I kind of think that's part of it. Okay. Another part of it is I think. In the series, because some time has passed from last season, as we'll see, as we're watching it, there's been it's not like next the next day, right? A little bit of right. time has passed. I believe they're in 1921. So, oh, okay, I think that this whole season takes place in 1921. Sense. Now, where I also think there is some relevance to it. Now I don't. In other countries, this isn't going to apply. But in America, to drink alcohol, you have to be twenty-one. Okay. Right. Right. And that's I always me I and I okay. I'm trying to think. When I'm I'm trying to think of how I'm going to word this. In every culture, there's different coming of ages. You know, when you have you know um, Christian, Jewish, different coming of ages time periods. Right. Right. Well. In America, to drink alcohol, you have to be 21. I can, I, in myself, I guess I consider that that you're a full-on adult. You have every right, every, you know, you can drink alcohol, you can vote, you can drive, you can do everything, right? Right. So the way I kind of also looked at it is the whole episode relies, a, is a lot of symbolism in children and then coming of age. Nucky with Jimmy, Jimmy now with his son. And huh. so it's your. This is the episode of think your coming that. of age. Now, huh. I could be thinking way too much into it, but that was a way I maybe. Took it. But it's a very interesting. It's I, I like that a lot uh, because yeah, I didn't I didn't make that kind of connection with with the with the title of the episode. But I wonder now that you say that, I wonder if that was kind of the intent. I in, I really don't know. Like I I looked up a little bit on it. I tiny. I, I like when I say I googled it like once. So <laughs> <laughs> and I could, I really couldn't find much on it. But that was kind of in my head. The, the obviously there's a lot with uh, children and coming of age. There's a lot of that in it. Right. And the title just kind of really stuck out to me because it wasn't two point one, which would make me think okay, season two, episode one. Right. But, there is the whole coming of age kind of. It, that's what I took out of it, at least. So huh. I'll be. Nice. Kind of, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see like what happens. You know, like yeah, as the other episodes progress, like maybe if there's some more symbolism in it. But I don't know. We'll find out. So uh, we get a not a mid episode montage, but we get an opening montage, which I love. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> 
uh, the opening montage is basically where we're at in this season as of right now. Um, we see Richard's working with Jimmy. They're hauling right. in alcohol, which if you remember from the previous season, uh, Jimmy gets like, what is it, 10% of everything brought in by C, I think is what right. it is. So... Uh, so they're bringing everything in by sea. They're bringing everything <laughs> in by sea. And uh, we see that Richard's working with them. So we know that Richard is getting work out of this. He's not just like in the background anymore. I believe this is the, it's, it, this isn't a spoiler. Richard's obviously becoming a much bigger character now at this time. Right. He's, he's pretty much Jimmy's right hand man at the, at the moment. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he's, yeah, we see that, um, Nucky's rubbing elbows with everybody in the little Atlantic City uh, political circuit. He, they're at the uh, dinner, the supper club, and he's you know they're buying drinks, they're having a good time. He's staying up late, and uh, he's, he's rubbing more than elbows. He's, he's definitely <laughs> yeah, he's definitely rubbing more than elbows. Um, and we see, uh, I thought it was kind of cool. They show Eli and the Commodore both back to back. Eli's uh, healed up from his gut shot wound. And the Commodore's like messing with a spear, like an. <laughs> that was so funny, like because it's like it, I we all knew that the Commodore was getting better, but like in this scene, it's like showing him just like Teddy Roosevelting and just like <laughs> lunging with the spear and like it's just it's just really over the top. Like I am so healthy and. And strong now? You have no clue, dude. That's exactly what it is. I was just like watching. I was like, is this guy going to battle? Like, is this, <laughs> like, this is some Spartacus shit. Like, yeah. What is he doing? So I thought that was kind of funny. But it shows both of them back to back. So we see they're healthy and they're, they're back to their prime, essentially. Right. Uh, so from there we go and we see um, Chalky gets attacked by the KKK. Um, yeah. Now. And I uh, brutal I scene. Brutal scene. I I kept meaning to look it up. Me being a gun nut that I am, and all of that. The fi- the gun they're using. Okay, and this is where I was kind of curious about. So when they attack, they're not just attacking with like a shotgun and a rifle or something like that. Like Chalky's, be there, or they're straight up using a full automatic gun. Like like. In the mounted back. on the truck. Yes. Like, this is, like, what I think of ISIS has now. So, like, when you watch videos and stuff in Iraq, like, this is that type of stuff. So, they're obviously a well-armed a mercenary group, is I guess is what I would call them. Uh, they come in, and they're attacking. They're basically killing everybody on site. And then uh, one of them gets shot by a lady who is also working there. Uh, which scares them off, and while they're driving away, Nucky takes a shot at one and um, hits one, which we find out later in the throat. So Chalky, uh, Chalky, sorry, Chalky uh, <laughs> takes one. Did I say Nucky? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Ch- takes one and hits one in that we find out later it's in the throat. So uh, right. Chalky's not taking any shit from anybody. Essentially, like he's like, yeah, you want to come at me? I'm going to come back at you. Yeah, um, yeah. He got super lucky in that entire scene because I mean pretty much that whole room he was standing in got got wiped out i think they said um, yeah four four people died i think is what they he mentions yeah and like 10 injured something like that yeah it it was a lot of people and so but chalky got out real lucky and um i think we see later on that he kind of takes that as a sign that you know uh, taking these risks isn't isn't as worth it to him anymore right we we kind of get into that later on in the episode. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nucky is. We we go from there to where uh, 
Nucky's coming home, which we saw from the uh, beginning montage um, when um, uh, Eddie's showing him the st- uh, the watch about what time it is. N- so Nucky's coming home from a uh, party at the uh, supper club. Well, like and, in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's in the morning. It's not late at night. It's like, I think it's, it's she says it's like almost eight o'clock and he's like, well, yeah. you're lucky I'm home before nine or something like that. Yeah, right. Uh, so in, in my notes I had down here in it, it's basically is is Nucky really ready to be a family man? Because right. like I think that he is wanting to be a family man, but it's is he really ready for it? Is what I put in my notes because anytime the kids are acting up, like what is it? He even says he's like I'm going to go to the office to get sleep, which I was like, yeah, <laughs> like that's where you go to get sleep is your office. I mean that kind of shows I guess who he is. <laughs> and honestly, like I was thinking about it and. Coming off of last season, I kind of it was a little shocking that Nucky was just like, you know, whatever, I'm I'll stay out and party all night. But they kind of had an agreement at the end of last season that they were in this relationship. Yeah. As a benefit to both of them. Right. Right. So like each one of them is getting something out of this relationship that they have. So I. Where I don't agree with how Nucky is behaving, I think maybe it has something to do with his understanding of what the relationship is. And so, you know, I I guess we'll have to see how this unfolds. But um, I feel like maybe Nucky doesn't have as much stock in the relationship as he first did before no. they had their whole fallout and getting back together and all that good stuff. So, right. No, I, I'm not seeing that either. I agree. Uh, so from there we go and we get to see Nucky's at his house. And now we get to see Jimmy going to his house, which is a, a huge ass. Like I want his house. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> friend of the show, uh, Victor from the, uh, Dicking Dexter Victor. podcast, He's messaging me a little bit because, you know, he used to live in this area where all this was filmed at. Right. And he told me he was going to send me in some more stuff later. So I really don't have a lot on it right now. But I know that like that house, like that's a that was a real house. Right. It was really there. Uh, It was it wasn't a set piece or anything like that that was built like that's a 100 percent a real house. Now, it wasn't in New Jersey, though, as we've talked before. Basically, everything that's outdoors that's filmed for this show is filmed in either New York City or Staten Island. Like there's literally nothing filmed in Atlantic City, which I think is kind of kind of funny. (laughs) Um, And so that uh, that house is apparently there. It was there for a really long time. So. He he said he's going to look into it a little bit more, and I should have done some more research. House is actually apparently gone now. Uh, her, no. Yeah, Hurricane Sandy apparently wiped oh, it out. No. Yeah, Hurricane Sandy came in and that bitch tore it up. So damn. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to look it up just to see for certain if that's real. I'm not positive. He said he wasn't a hundred percent on it. So, but it is the 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 house to me is a very big part of this show. And it's kind of its own character. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and I mean, and you see why the, the, a lot of is going on inside this house. And it's it's a beautiful house. It really is. I mean, I would live there. It's right on the ocean, right? Yeah, you know? right. Uh, so we get to see Jimmy's coming home to this great, wonderful house. And okay. And even I pointed it out to my wife. 
it is even more weird with Jimmy's mom living there, right? Super, super weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know where Jimmy and his wife are at. I don't know because we ended last season with not knowing. Her hair is still short, so yeah. it's still not long. It's still short. And it's it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's Jimmy's mom wants to be in charge of everything, but more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, going back to, to first season, you know, she was throughout the first season, she was trying to convince uh, Jimmy's wife, which uh, oh, I'm sorry. What's her name? Uh, Do you uh, remember? And, um, Angela, because he calls her. Ange. Yes. Thank you. A- Angela. Yeah. So throughout first season, she was, you know, encouraging, quote, Angela to go off and run off with your with your lover go you you should you should be happy go bohemian go do yeah go go be boho do do your thing (laughs) so now i think well i didn't i didn't think so but uh, my wife pointed out that like she's trying to get rid of her and um jimmy's mom is trying to get rid of angela yeah and i think that she's being super weird on purpose to to try to help that along. I mean, she's been trying to get rid of her throughout the season so far. No, to be I'm fa- sorry, throughout first season. Yeah. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I agree a hundred percent. But to be fair, a lot of the weirdness was happening already. Remember when Jimmy it was. Remember when Jimmy yeah. first shows up and he goes to the strip club? Uh, well, uh, it, it was strip weird. Club, the, the dance club. <laughs> it was weird. So it was weird. A lot of it is, I think this is literally just who they are. This was their, obviously they're not a quote unquote normal family because. No, they're not. She was 13 when she had Jimmy or 14. She was 13, I think, when she got pregnant. You know, his dad is the Commodore. Nobody's normal coming from that dad. Okay. Yeah, right. (laughs) And he wasn't even involved in his life. Nucky was basically the one involved from his life. And. To be fair, I don't think Nucky's the best dad. Okay, so yeah, no, obviously, yeah, and and we'll we'll find out more on that later on, right? <laughs> but, so he's already come from a weird. So I guess all of this is normal to him because he doesn't seem to be thinking anything's different. Whereas Angela is like, "What the hell did I marry into?" Because they're married now. We find out. Like, come to right. find out, they're a hundred percent. It's no longer a Hey, I'm gonna marry her. Like they are now officially married. So, right. Which, but I mean, Jillian is very conniving and very smart, and I I feel like she is probably doing this on purpose. Like I, she is. She doesn't do anything unless it's going to benefit her, and we've seen that she repeatedly. She is uh, her or Jimmy. Yeah. Like those are her two top concerns, and anything she does is in order to put them into a better position. So, yeah, I, I, agree. I, you know, I, I, I feel like she's doing this weirdness on purpose, probably. But okay. I, I guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. Um, it's this is definitely going to be something that's going on throughout. I feel like, like this is not going to like be in this episode and then we're never going to like see anything weird. No, again. I mean, it's been, <laughs> it's been happening throughout so far. So exactly. I'm sure this weirdness is yeah, going to carry throughout. 
So it's just kind of a let's get weird and let's just go with <laughs> it. Uh, so from there we get a finally the man of the hour, Agent Michael Agent Shannon Michael. and Mrs. Agent Michael Shannon. <laughs> her name is Who Rose. Actually, I did look up her name. It is Rose. Nice. There you go. But it will be Mrs. Shannon. So. Mrs. Shannon. <laughs> and we kind of we got, we got a glimpse of her. Um, and we knew she was going to be in the episode because she, in the montage at the beginning, she showed up at the train station to meet up with uh, Agent Michael Shannon. So yes. she's here visiting uh, just to see what he's doing in Atlantic City, how Atlantic City is, and all that good stuff. Yeah, let's see what he's doing, all right. So. <laughs> Shh, spoilers. <laughs> It's not a spoiler. This happened in season one. So. <laughs> no, no, this is no spoilers. Uh, we see that she's showing up, and um, he takes her to the. Um, their I will say this: their post office is now at least. It's more of a um, federal building, I guess, because he has. Yeah, it's it's a bit more dedicated to him. <laughs> it's not just him and one lackey, and that's it. So yeah, it's yeah. now he's got at two, least two lackeys. <laughs> <laughs> who are who? Are, who are wrestling for some <laughs> some reason when no, he shows up? I guess that's nineteen twenty one's funsies is wrestling. Yeah, this, is, this is all they have to do is is wrestle <laughs> each other. Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, they're coming in, and he's telling her basically where I'm going to be showing her around the city, and uh, that's what we're getting. Uh, he and he even like he shows I guess the type of boss that he is where it's what is it he's just like he tells him like to keep it on their own time like he is literally that boss that is we will have no fun at work yeah, at yeah. all like yeah which I guess that's that's a government work I feel so right <laughs> uh, from there we go we see uh, Grand Torio Grand Torino himself and he's. Okay, I like that somebody else has pointed it out now in the show because he has an earache or an ear infection. Yeah. And the guy who says, like, oh, one of his other ailments. And I'm like, okay, at least they're acknowledging it in the show that he's yeah. always got an, an ailment. Okay, yeah. but now we kind of find out, oh, maybe it's not always real. You know, that he's right. He's basically saying he can't do this, so somebody else will do it for him. And he pretty right. much takes credit for it. Um. And I, put, I have in my notes, so we get to meet, um, it's, we're introduced to a character named George Remus, who is, apparently this is a real guy, um, I will even let Chris explain it, since Chris did the fact checks on this man, but. Yeah, so George Remus, um, he, in, in the episode, he, um, he's talking to Al because, um, you know, uh, Grant Torino has an earache, so <laughs> he's, he's meeting with Al Capone in the bar uh, trying to discuss, you know, how they're going to start getting supplemental shipments of, of liquor um, to, you know, I, I mean, they have a lot of business, so they need supplemental liquor. Um, and this guy starts referring to himself in the third person, <laughs> right? <laughs> which catches Al off guard. And he, he's even like, aren't, aren't you George Remus? <laughs> and he's like George Remus doesn't doesn't talk to just anybody. It's like you're George. Am I not talking to this guy? <laughs> like, why are you referring to yourself in the third person? Turns out this guy literally in real life 
referred to himself in the third person because he just got <laughs> so powerful and so big that he thought that he needed to uh, address himself as George Remus when he was talking to anyone. <laughs> so, which is unbelievable. Like, what a tool. <laughs> But to be, which funny, I even have it in my notes. I have it in my notes. So this is literally a Seinfeld skit. Because <coughs> there's a character in Seinfeld named Ricky that at one point Ellie refers to himself as a, where he's like, Ricky likes the way you like when he's Ricky. talking to Ellie. And he's like, Ricky yeah. likes the way you work. And she thinks he's talking about another guy. She's like, oh, yeah. he's like, Ricky likes this. <laughs> so I lost it when I saw this. I was like, that's all this is. It's Seinfeld. But apparently... Seinfeld happened in real life in 1921 gangster world. Yeah, so. <laughs> and George Remus was Ricky <laughs> with the jump enhancing shoes. Oh my god! Uh, so uh, we see that uh, he's Al's basically like at that point. Uh, Gran Torino's telling him he's going to be going down to Atlantic City before he goes to back to Brooklyn for some stuff. Um, right. The episode even ends where even Capone even like says he says, "Oh, I guess I'm the laundry or something like that." Essentially agreeing with um, George Remus that, "Hey, I am being used." You know, yeah. like I'm kind of his lackey now at this point. So because apparently George Remus used to be his lackey. So I'm cu- yeah, that's right. I'm curious to see if that was real. If was did you see that when you were looking at it? Was Remus really working? for him at one point uh, with Torio or not? Or did you not read? I I didn't see that part. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like, I mean, they've been pretty historically accurate so far, so that I I wouldn't doubt it one bit. So, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see that if that's what, if they, he worked with Capone, like in like the, like the 18, you know, the 19, eight, like early 1900s or something like that. I'm kind of curious. Uh, And hopefully he's in this more like that's, I honestly can't remember if he is in this more or not, there was a lot in this first episode where I, I don't think George Remus would lot. say that George Remus is going to be in this in this show quite a bit. Colton, Colton can't <laughs> wait to see George. Colton Remus. can't. <laughs> God, you douche! <laughs> this is a Colton. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to start doing it. You just wait. <laughs> Colton didn't like this part in the show. <laughs> Colton's getting very irritated. <laughs> Uh, from there we go and we see that uh, Nucky's uh, collecting they're, well they're setting up I'm trying to think how they'll do the uh, wording on this they're, think, they're setting up for uh, the big roadway that they were talking about with last season the like right. 12 million dollar um, expansion to have the highways uh, out throughout New Jersey right the um, entire reason that he got into the politics so heavy in the last season yes so that he could get this money for this road building yes and we see that the land is vastly owned by them right like, not all of it <laughs> like they say not all of it but like the most of the land is owned but by them most of it most yeah. of it <laughs> Um, the construction company that is going to be in charge of it is going to be the mayor's construction company. Right, right. And the bidding for, I guess, materials is by this little greasy-looking Irish dude. Yeah. Who <laughs> pads Nucky's wallet with a fat stack of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, wait, so you're building 40 miles? Well, here, maybe this will convince you to hire us to do this. <laughs> for gravel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he gets the money. Nucky's gets his little 
cut of the money. I mean, I'm sure that's just a small cut for him. And right. He goes to his. I put it down. In my thing. It's his safe room. I don't know what else to call it. I, it's just like closet. But we see that he has like a little stack of um, like a ledger, which we've known about. Yeah, the ledger. he's got a false bottom in there, and that's where he keeps all his. Yeah, like you said, his ledger and his his giant sack of money. <laughs> and I guess that's kind of more like me. I'm kind of wondering if that's more like emergency money because it's in a different area like i feel like nucky has a lot more money than what's in there that's kind of his oh yeah his shit goes too south i'm gonna grab this that's what i kind of viewed it as but obviously he we we see eddie come in to talk so obviously eddie knows uh something about it too because or he trusts eddie enough to like to allow him in there while you know he's in there and eddie comes in to talk because there's some problems with the uh, kids and we'll find out more about that in a little bit <clears throat> um we get up from there to the boardwalk where we see um mrs mr and mrs agent michael shannon and right. they're being escorted along the boardwalk they make eye contact with nucky who uh mrs shannon even sees and asks who he is and uh michael shannon says it's nobody Kind of showing that they, he can't go anywhere in that city without running into him, you know? Right. And we see that she has a pamphlet. And I thought it was really funny that the pamphlet, which is supposed to be the good Christian conservative pamphlet or whatever, it has like the places that Jesus would not go to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that it was funny that she like almost has a heart attack from it. He's just like, oh my. And even <laughs> Agent Michael Shannon's like, I'm so sorry you had to see that. Yeah, like some it's words. Just, <laughs> it's just it's literally the names of the bars that you shouldn't go to. Like that's it. <laughs> that's it. Like I can I can go to the most conservative person in Houston and let them know, hey, you know there's an Oyos Locos over there and they're gonna be like <laughs> they're gonna be like, Oh you're, oh crap, really? And they're like, Yeah, don't go there. I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> Like, they're not going to get offended and almost pass out. (laughs) Absolutely dare you, sir. Speak those words in front of me. Uh, Well, then you go to Oyos Locos. I'm not going there. I just thought that was kind of funny that that's, like, I guess how conservative and tight they are. (laughs) And I thought it was kind of funny that when she's – so at that point – she even says, because she sees the incubator room and you see it in her eyes, like, okay, I can't give him a kid. And right. then she even says, she's like, maybe it's better we don't have children, uh, Nelson. Oh, I, I can't think of her exact wording, but she's like, I, I, it's better we don't have children with the world way this world's coming to. And he's like, yeah. I, I agree. And then he like yeah. basically looks at the camera and is just like, I, I have a kid. <laughs> yeah, totes, totes my goats. By I'm the way. I <laughs> All these people you hate, I'm one of them. <laughs> uh, uh, so we go from there and we see that Nucky and Eli are uh, meeting with Chalky about what happened. They're meeting at his house. We get, This is where we finally get some nice backstory to Chalky. So yeah, yeah. Chalky, obviously, we've already known he's rich. And right. he's the... Um, He's in charge of a lot of different groups in uh, Atlantic City. He's he's in charge of all the basically all the African Americans. He's in charge of them, right? And his house is very nice. His kids playing amazing piano. Oh, yeah. um, Which, like, by the way, that's a uh, he's playing Claire de Lune by Cloud Debussy. Just um, uh, 
for the classical enthusiasts in the audience. <laughs> Love that song. That's one of my favorites. Colton senses a nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Why don't you get some culture, you swine? <laughs> yeah, I'm uncultured, I know. <laughs> so... You see, he's playing it falsely. He's going to Moorhead, which is a very uh, prestigious black college. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I at this time period, I don't know if it was like I think it may have been one of only, if not the only college. Uh, I know that there was only a couple black colleges at that time. I can't remember. I know Moorhead was one of the first, if not the first college. Um, so I, I can't remember. I know it's very obviously for anybody to go to college back then is a big deal. And then right. for somebody uh, for an African-American, it's even a bigger deal. So, oh, yeah, yeah, we see that it, that Chalky's family is a very good family. Like he has a very good household. He has a very good relationship. Like he's got the, it. It's nice to see this. We get to see more to his character other than he's just this badass that has a cool scar and sells booze i mean like that's that we're seeing a lot more about him which i like yeah i didn't even realize he had a family because it never mentioned anything about it in the first season no not at all and it's nice we get to see now this is where i'm kind of weird on it so we get to see we're here nucky and eli talking with them and they're basically they're pissed off that he shot the clansman and right where I'm weird on it is Nucky is ba- or uh, Chalky is basically like or not. Ba- he, Chalky is in his self defense. He's like, we got attacked. We have people that were killed. What are you going to do to help those people? Right? right. Whereas Nucky is like, I'll take care of it. Nucky's pissed that he shot back. OK, right. So it's one of those. Is because Nucky is for 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 this time period, especially Nucky's very very progressive when it comes to race relationships. Yeah, right? yeah, he's always throughout the the first season, he's always been very sensitive to the black community, to to any minority. If any of his own group ever used a slur, he would he always had this look like, "What? Just could you not?" So right. it, it's it's really odd that he seems very on the other side of the fence now. And I don't know if it's because the press found out, and so he's more pissed off because it is something that's now out of his control. And I think that might be it. Okay, so I'm. that's why I was like, I'm not really for sure if it's that, or if he's also looking at it like, hey, we work in the bootlegging business, you know, it's a risk and your people got shot. Yeah. You have to expect some, yeah, some loss. Yeah. So, but they, they got the loss, not because of bootleg and they got the loss because they happen to be black. Right. You know, like it's a very unusual, like it's a very unusual topic. Like it, it cause they're, it's, it's a racist topic. Right. I mean, like right. we're not racist talking about it, but it's a racist topic, but it's also a bootlegging topic because are they attacking? Is the KKK attacking them just because they're black? Or are they attacking right. them because they're bootlegging? Or are they attacking them because of both? You know? Right. As this episode comes along, I think we start getting some hints that I don't think the KKK was attacking just because they were attacking. Right? I right. think that there's a little bit more going on to it. Right. And so, it's just... It's and just, even, I, I mean, just, just watching 
uh, Eli in this scene, it, for me anyway, watching it, having the knowledge that I have now that Eli and the Commodore and Jimmy have this new alliance, I even, during the scene, had kind of suspicions that, like, Eli is acting real weird right now. He's did he maybe have something to do with this? Like he's he's just acting very nonchalant and very uh, aloof, I guess. <laughs> he's he's basically upset that Ducky, uh, that Chalky lived. Like that's really all right. I can put. He's right. he doesn't care that the other people died. He's more upset that Chalky lived. Yeah, that's how I took it. Is he's he did not expect that to happen. So, um, but we'll find out more as it goes along. Um, so it was just, it was just, yeah, it was, it was a very good scene. Um, yeah. So from there we go and we see that, um, Margaret's meeting with the nun who I wasn't raised Catholic. You were down. Did you ever go to, I had a curiosity. My dad did. My dad went to private Catholic school. It's a really funny story, and I'll get into that in a second. Did you ever go to Catholic school? No, we had um, we had Sunday school. Okay. Um, and in fact, that's where I first met my wife was in Sunday school when we were Aww. very small. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've known <laughs> I've known Beth for a very long time. Uh, I mean, we hated each other until high school, until we got together. But we knew each other. <laughs> we. <laughs> We knew each other for a very long time, and uh, yeah, that's where I first met her. So we we did Sunday school, and um, luckily, it was not run by nuns because I feel like I would have had my my wrists and back of hands like bleeding <laughs> <laughs> if that was the case. But um, you know, it it was still very strict. I mean, the Catholic Church has very very strict policy on. A lot of a lot of different topics. So yeah, I I understand where this is coming from. I I've known people that did go to you know private Catholic schools and they were always very very strict on everything. So so I totally see where this is coming from. <laughs> my dad and I I hold this as a pride of being a Duffy. So <laughs> I'll say my last name on here. It does not bother me. So my dad went to private, like a Catholic school, right? Like he was raised Catholic. They're very my 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 dad's side of the family. They're very Catholic. I'm not Catholic, but they are. I know my dad went to Catholic school when he was younger because he's talked about it until he got kicked out. <laughs> nice. So, and he is your dad would get kicked out of Catholic. School. <laughs> he would get kicked out of Catholic school. I don't know the exact reasons. Um. From what I understand, it had something to do with basically being my dad. He was being himself, so they kicked him out. Which we all love my dad. My dad's a great yeah, guy. Yeah. He's the coolest. <laughs> so I thought it was funny. It, I can attest to him at least telling me rulers were definitely broken on him at different oh my points. <laughs> so when I watch this, like I said, I never went to Catholic school, but I'm like, I like see this kid getting like the bruises on his knuckles. And I'm like, oh, that was my dad. Oh, it's real. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will absolutely say that is a real thing that totally happens and still happens in Catholic schools. <laughs> oh, my God. So we see Margaret's there to talk with um, the nun about basically why her why her son's getting hit because her right. son's got the bruises on the knuckles. 
and we find out he's been uh, playing with fire. Right. And the matches are, of course, from the uh, Supper Club. Babbins. Yeah. Club. yeah. So it's just kind of like every little bad thing of Nucky is coming out of her kid is kind of how right. I how I took it. Um, and the. Nun- well, and oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Oh, OK, well, and, and that's the thing is that when that came up that he was playing with matches and um I think the nun asks Margaret, like, where would he where would he pick up this kind of behavior? It clicked in my head like, oh, my God, this kid was with Nucky when he torched his father's house. Right. So, of course, he's like starting to get a fascination for fire and everything like that. Like, this was totally Nucky that did this to this kid. (laughs) Well, (laughs) because later on, he even says it. Nucky even says he's like, I wonder where he would have learned that from. Like, yeah, he even says it because and he's seen in his eyes where Nucky's like, uh, when I torched my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I was and that while we were watching, I was like, oh, my God, he was with him when he torched the house. That's why he's playing with matches. This is crazy. Like Nucky is totally corrupting Margaret's kids right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think and the nun's pretty much putting it in Margaret's head like there's a bad influence, which is which right. is Nucky. Right. Uh, We get to go from there and we get to see. And because we'll come back on that more because it does come oh, up yeah. later on. Um, so from there, we get to go and we get to see that the um, uh, the Commodore is meeting and they're meeting with uh, Eli and James about what's going on. Right. It was uh, I'm trying to think of how to word this. Oh, my God. Um, they're meeting and they're talking about basically what's happened. It's It's kind of expanding out about what had previously happened in the last season that they're working together they've essentially they're without saying it that they pretty much hired the clan to take care of business right right and it's not working out because eli was tasked by nucky to take care of the clan nucky eli's not taking care of the clan because eli wants the clan essentially at least that's what we're kind of hinted at to pretty much clean out the business so that they can take over because right, that's the whole right. thing is Jimmy wants to take over Chalky's business, right? And then yes. obviously Eli will get a cut from it, and they're all working with the Commodore. And the Commodore is basically being the Commodore and then talking about, like, the animals in the room and stuff like that. And he he does actually do a really good line. I don't know if I always agree with this line, but the line is still true, okay? Whether you agree with it or not, whether you agree with the Commodore in his philosophies or not— the world will remember you for what you've done, not what you attempted. Yeah. Right? Yep. So whether it's good or bad, the world will remember you, but it's about what you've done, what you've accomplished, not what you attempted. And he goes into, like, you, you had even made a point to compare him to Teddy Roosevelt in a way where he's got all the animals in the room and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, like, because he killed this bear, right? Killed this massive bear by shooting it in the gut. Any good hunter will tell you that that's not a good way to kill an animal. It's a horrible no. way. Yeah. Right? That's a horrible way to kill an animal. Your animal suffers. You don't do that. But it doesn't matter. He still killed that animal. That's how he looks at it. And he even, like, kind of celebrates the fact that he did it that way because he's, you know, asserting his dominance. He shot this bear in the stomach and he says, like, I sat there and he looked me in the eye while he was dying. Like, he was. He, that was a total like power move by him. He yeah. he just wanted to feel that power. So it kind of shows like this dude is ruthless. He will do whatever he needs to do to make sure he's on top. Yeah. And um, as kind of a side note, it, 
the hunting, the hunting aspect of this entire episode, because it comes up a lot in this episode. In fact, um, earlier when Jimmy was, you know, first shown at home um, with Angela and Jillian, he says he's going to take his son Mm -hmm. out shooting, shooting seagulls, because that's what he used to do with uh, Nucky back in the day when he was little. So, I mean, the the hunting and you you mentioned this with the title, um, it calls back to that a lot. Uh, to bring up the um, the father son dynamic again, which they've brought up in season one quite a few times, um, and I feel like um, thinks about Nucky kind of as a as a figure in his in his upbringing because yeah. they used to go hunting and shooting and everything like that together. So absolutely, it's it's, it's cool that they keep bringing that up in different scenarios throughout the episode because it's a it's a big part of the the dynamic there right and we'll get into more of that at in another scene but i agree with you a hundred percent on i agree with you a hundred percent on that uh yes so from there we go and we get to see that um i have these uh this whole scene kind of put in together uh we we go and we see nucky is speaking about to the to, to the black church about what right. has happened. And they're they're very peaceful, right? They're very like right. they're upset, obviously. Rightfully they're upset. And he's talking to them about, you know, these he won't mention the name, which I love that he says that actually, because I'm very big on that, you know, not to get political or anything like that, but you know, when we in today's time period we have, you know, these mass shooters and things like that, you know, I don't believe in saying their names, right? They're right. they're the, the, those people are pieces of shit. You don't right. you don't mention their name. Don't publicize them. Yeah, don't don't give them the the acknowledgement they want. Exactly. The, and to go along with the Commodore in a way on that, you're remembered for what you've done. Don't. Right. I don't I don't want those people remembered. I don't want the clan remembered. The clan's a piece right. of shit. So I I like what he says in the in his little speech. I'm like, man, like this is Nucky. This is what I like. You know, especially for that time period. That's awesome he's doing that. And so this but, then. Should, but this is the this is the type of filming that they do because he goes from that and you still think he's talking to the it's, black church, but he's talking to the white church. It was a great transition. The and exact it really opposite. caught me off guard. Like if you you, you would yeah. be like, wait, was I playing Candy Crush? What happened? Hold yeah, it was on, a right? Really great, really great transition. Great cinematography like, there. Yeah, Nucky is a Talking politician out of to the side max. of his mouth, with no he problem. He is speaking. <laughs> that's all he's yeah. doing with no reservations about it at all. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like when I'm watching, I'm like, that, yeah. never mind. That's why he is. That's why he's Nucky Thompson. So, and we find from there that um, one of the um, clans members, the one that was shot in the throat, is dead. Um, he died. And the the church is extremely right. upset. The white the white church is extremely upset. And um, N- Nucky tells Eli to go and arrest right. uh, Chalky to save his life, essentially, because if right. he's in jail, yeah, because we can at least save this white him. church is ready so, to go on a lynch mob. Like they're they're already getting upset. So yeah. Well, exactly. So he sends him out. He sends Eli out to go and um, pick up. Uh, Chalky and 
We're going to find out more about that when we come back. We're going to take just a little quick break and refill our beverages. Uh, there's no <laughs> yeah. beer. No beer like, at all. So. <laughs> We're not drinking this season. Call. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to go get some uh, gonna, meal water. I'm going to get a cold we'll glass of buttermilk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, and we'll be back in a minute after the break. Hey, sister, do you still believe in love, I wonder? Okay, right back from the break. We're going into Agent Michael Shannon, and um, he's at dinner with Mrs. Agent Michael Shannon. Okay, you had said this yes. right before the break that we were going to have a glass of cold buttermilk. Okay, <laughs> he orders a steak, turtle soup. Now, have you ever no, had turtle soup? And it, it, I mean, I've never had. I was going to say, I've is never it had turtle. With, is it made with turtle, so I can't say. I remember turtle soup in the Teenage I mean, Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> but I've always wondered, is it a real thing or is it is it called turtle soup? So anyways, he orders turtle soup, a glass of cold buttermilk, and I was just like, that's a very strange milk. It's it's kind of cool though listening to it because it's like an old timey like this is an old timey meal right like you don't you don't go and order turtle soup right. and a steak with cold a glass of cold buttermilk at you know Texas Roadhouse right so do you not order buttermilk at Texas Roadhouse no. <laughs> <laughs> you should try it it's delicious uh, so they're ordering that and then um, the. Waiter is basically hinting that they also have some other things to drink, and we, they get their meal. The meals, uh, or no, sorry, the waiter's hinting at that there's something else to drink. You know, they're not sure what. Yeah, like uh, celebrate. This is a special occasion. We have special beverages. special beverages. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife tells him, like Nelson, he tried to bribe us, or he tried to say this, right? And um, yeah. He then is saying, I like what he says, what AJ Michael says. He's like, I need to go wash my hands. We're in public places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's yeah. Really- He's like, don't, don't worry about it. I need to go wash my hands. <laughs> so we find out he more than likely, no, he did. Not more than likely. He did. He, he went and called his people and they finished their dinner and he asked her if he wants some butterscotch pudding, which that may be old timey, but I love butterscotch pudding. So, so it's good. good. Uh, waiter comes back and um, Michael Shannon asks him about having a glass of whiskey and a glass of champagne. And he says, it, which I, I, I was really surprised when it was happening in real time because I was like, are you he is like in front of his super, super tight butthole wife like. Can can I get some whiskey now, and champagne for this for this occasion? What I thought, I honestly, what I thought, because like I said, this whole episode is like I'm watching it new. I don't remember ninety nine point nine 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 percent about what's happening right now. Okay, when he said that in my head, remember whenever he got with uh, Lucy, he was mm-hmm. having drinks, 
And I'm like, oh, yes. he's wanting to get drunk. He got, he got loosened, loosened up. up. Yeah, and he's that's like, what I thought, too. Hey, maybe I can get yeah. my wife to also loosen. That's how I took it. Yeah. No, me too. Uh, I had that thought, okay. too. So I'm not the only one that was thinking that. No. So ask for it, and then surprise this is everybody. Asia Michael Shannon's a badass and knocks the dude the fuck out, essentially. <laughs> he he was just trying to get a That's confession. It. That's all it was. And and that was the that was the funniest thing, is that like the entire dinner, their entire reason for being there, it's their anniversary for fuck's sake. But he used that as an excuse to bring this whole restaurant down because he is so dedicated See, to his I, work. No, 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 no. Like, I don't. Unbelievable. I think it was a spur of the moment thing. I don't think. Oh, you said, yeah, he went to go call his people when he went to go wash his hands. So maybe it was. Uh, I yeah. think it was a spur of the moment thing. Now, I was talking with my wife when we were watching this and I it, she says that like exactly what you're saying. She goes, well, was that on the, the pamphlet? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it was on the pamphlet or not. Right. Yeah. It might maybe it was. Huh. So maybe it was. Part of his whole plan, maybe it wasn't. I honestly don't know. All I know is that he, he does disappear for a little bit and then comes back and he the, the people show up, right? Now, right. where I do like this show, because it's, it's a little bit of humor and it's only when you're really, really, really paying attention to it. Did you notice what all the men in the restaurant do when everybody runs in? Did you catch what everyone's doing? Oh, no. Every single man in the entire scene, every single man takes their coffee cup and downs it. <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> yes. Really? I did not notice that. That's when he funny. First, when he first hits the guy, everybody's like looking at him like in a panic. And then he goes, gentlemen. And then like everybody comes running in. Every single man in that restaurant, except for one guy in the corner, is taking their coffee cup and downing it. Which. That's They're all hilarious. drinking whiskey. I did not notice that. <laughs> I, I did not what, notice that. That's so Watch funny. it again. I didn't catch it the first time. It was the second time I read. I was dying when I was like, I was like, they're all drinking whiskey. <laughs> That's awesome. It's in a the coffee cups are like, you know, like your white, co- white, like white porcelain glasses. So it would yeah. hide what the substance is, you know? So it was good. I liked it. It was it was funny. <laughs> Are you watching it right now? Are you like it? <laughs> yeah, I just saw. <laughs> I just saw it. That is hilarious. I did not notice <laughs> <They're> that. Just, <laughs> uh, <'cause laughs> every dude down, <laughs> like downs the coffee. <laughs> That's awesome! Wow, good catch. <laughs> it was a nice little add-on. I thought for the uh, uh, yeah the, the, the c- cinematography of it. Um, and we get to see that. She's essentially like, she's in heat. She is oh, so turned she, on. Yeah, like she is so right. hot now. I'm surprised <laughs> like, she's not slipping oh out of that God. seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Agent Michael Shannon's wife is just so turned on right now, and even he knows oh. it too because he turns to her and he's like, "How about this, baby?" <laughs> and then from there we get, a, I think, one of the best transitions to. The the bed <laughs> snacking, <laughs> you get to hear like the <laughs> the springs. No, I, this was the most comical, <laughs> like cartoonish scene change I've ever seen in this it was show. So good, it was so funny. I I thought because like I said, I don't remember most. I was like, oh, he's getting it. I was like, 
<laughs> he is, yeah, like they are they banging are right now. So, so hard. hard. We're going to see Mrs. Shannon like acting like she's never acted before. Nope, he's checking for a broken spring. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there's a broken spring right he's here. That's his, why I can't he's sleep got at his night. Fingers like, like <laughs> are you fucking <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? That was so cartoonish, that entire oh scene. God. It was so funny. <laughs> oh my god. But then I mean it does turn into like I mean, Agent Michael Shannon's wife is like, I'm not afraid to say it. That was thrilling. Right. Well, no, he does. We get, <laughs> like, hey, sh- Michael Shannon gets late. He does. Yeah. He has to turn off the light. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. goes from what we're thinking yeah. is, well, I, and I, this is also, and I honestly just thought of this. It's a good little like transit, not transition. It's a good uh, example of the two different lives he's living. Because remember we talked about when last season, when him and Lucy are hooking up. That sex scene is, like, super graphic, right? Right. So even right. for this show, that sex scene, it's like, because we were saying, we're like, dude, did those two actors, like, really have sex? Right? Yeah, right. To the most mundane, boring, like, you, we don't even get to see it, right? They they shut the lights off. They're not French kissing. They're just... I was going to say, yeah, I'm not even going to give you tongue until you no, turn that light off. It's a, like, we're going <laughs> to peck kind of hard. And we're going to turn the lights off. <laughs> Hard pecking. What, what, a, what a horrendous term. <laughs> so it was kind of strange. Like, I mean, but it, it got her going. So more power to him on that, I guess. <laughs> right. Uh, so from there, we're going and we're getting to see that. Um, it's Nucky and Jimmy. They're at the um, the funeral for the Klansman that died, who was shot in the throat. Now, right? How sad is it that this dude's getting buried in his clan outfit? Yeah, like yeah, and even like all of his friends are in their clan outfits like, there to. That's see what him I'm off. saying. Yeah. Like, like people from like like 500 years from now, you know how we dug up like pharaohs and we're looking at them like mummies. People will dig this up and they'll yeah, be like right. opening up a casket and they'll be like, "Oh, I wonder who's buried here." They're gonna like see like, "Oh, that's one of those outfits." Oh, oh, oh this is a racist piece of shit. Like, like <laughs> so this is who you were. Okay, so for then. now to forever, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna be buried in a symbol of hate. Fan fucking fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> I was just, I thought that was really funny. Like, not funny, like, just, like, pathetic, but also funny, because it's like, I can see people doing that. Like, I can see people being yeah. proud of that. Like, no, he was proud of his heritage. We are going to put him in. All right, cool. Like, I mean, yeah, nowadays, you just get a, a swastika tattooed on your forehead, and there you go. No, That's- but that means you're a hipster <laughs> in Shoho in New York now, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. So, he, so we just we basically just turned off all the hipsters and in, in Soho now <laughs> from our podcast. Well, sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so they're at the funeral, and Nucky's there, and he is also meeting with Jimmy. Or, or Jimmy is also showing up because the guy, and this is also, I mean, this is true to life, right? The guy was their like high school teacher. Well, he was he was uh, yeah. Jimmy's high school teacher, you know. And yeah. it's like, oh damn, like these are just regular people. Like, like, well, what got brought up 
in uh, the first season where he's like, I know you. You're the guy from the uh, hardware store. From the right? hardware store. Yeah, you you own the hardware store. Yeah, so these are just your regular, everyday schmucks that are just, they're your average guy. But then they're um, involved in this group. And it's not like, uh, hey, they're... Pr- and them being proud of being white or whatever, even at a hateful level... It's like, okay, that's bad. But the I mean, this is a guy that was involved in the killing of people, right? Like he wasn't just a member right. of the of the clan saying, Hey, I'm proud of being white and I don't like black people, which uh, that alone, it's like, okay, that's not a good philosophy. You need to change it. He was okay with, hey, let's go with a machine gun and let's mow down a bunch of people because I don't like them. Like it, it shows right. I guess how ingrained the clan was into the community. You know, whether people wanted to admit it or not. Yeah. Uh, and we get to see that Nucky and Jimmy are talking and they both despise the clan. We we see. I mean, yeah. like they make jokes about it. And, you know, like what is it? It says like their laundry bill has to be massive. You know, yeah. it's it's an <laughs> yeah. awful waste of was awful waste of tablecloths. Bed, bed sheets. sheets. <laughs> That's it. Bed sheets. Yeah, <laughs> off waste of bed sheets. So the, neither one of them <laughs> likes the clan. Like they're both they're both intelligent, right. you know, like advanced, like progressive type people, you know. But they're also there, I guess, to pay respects, which is funny. It, it's kind of like a contradiction in a way, I guess. Um, yeah. And so we get to see Jimmy and Ducky are talking, which is the first time that we've seen them really together. Actually, I think this is the first time we've actually seen them together. Um, for yeah, the season for the now. Season, yep. And we we this is where we fully find out that Jimmy's married. Um Nucky wasn't at the wedding. And um I think right. it was probably a very like small wedding, like it was probably like Justice of the Peace or something. Yeah, most likely. And um we get to see Nucky is we get to find out Nucky is talking with him about, you know, how he Nucky kind of raised him. You know, he took him hunting for goals on the beach. And he used to let him, uh, I think he even says he's, I used to let you run that stupid boardwalk or something like that. So as a kid, I guess I'm assuming as a kid, like Jimmy used to kind of maybe be like a little child gang or something like that on the boardwalk. That's how I envision it in my head. It's like, like newsies on the boardwalk. So, um, (laughs) we get to see that. It's just a good scene though, to see where, um, Nucky used to be to Jimmy. And that he kind of feels, I guess he feels kind of betrayed that Jimmy basically has cut him so far out of his life. So um, that was what I got out of it. Honestly, like that with that conversation, I, I kind of got the hint a little bit that maybe Nucky has figured out that there's something going on in the background. Like I, I don't know what happens in the future episodes or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm still fresh to this, but just watching Nucky's reaction to how Jimmy acts towards him. I, I, I felt like Nucky maybe had a hint of what's Oh yeah. Come at the very end. Oh, absolutely. what's happening at the, at the very end when he even says, he's like, if there's something you need to talk with me about talk. No, absolutely. Nucky knows there's something. He just doesn't know what. Like Nucky knows there's something. Yeah. It doesn't. Nucky's not an idiot. You know, he knows there's right. something going on, but he doesn't know what. Um, Cause he even says, what yeah. he, he even says something about your dad can be. And I, uh, 
Nucky's vocabulary is so much advanced than mine. Um, <laughs> he's basically says so like me, your dad, me, me, your dad. <laughs> yeah, essentially. He <laughs> um, basically says your dad can be very persuasive. Is what he's saying. Your dad can be a very persuasive person. And yeah, yeah, that's. Or even like controlling, yeah. What what is? I, I can't remember myself what he says, but it, it's he's trying to tell Jimmy like he can be very manipulative, yeah. is what I got. Okay, from yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So like, don't trust him. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Um. So we get to go from there, and we're seeing that uh, Nucky and Margaret um, are talking, and they're basically talking about. Um, the kid, the kid and he wants she wants Nucky to go and talk with her son. And so like that he's talked with the nun or that she talked with the nun. He, Nucky doesn't like that because Nucky obviously has something against nuns. I can't, I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Nucky goes to talk with her son with a it's it's Teddy, right? If I remember right, isn't it Teddy? Mm-hmm. And um, goes to talk with him. Now, I think it was kind of funny. So, because this is where we find out that, you know, like where he was like, where would he get the idea to mess with fire? Like, well, I wonder, right? Yeah. So he goes in there. Okay. Yeah, I guess maybe it's also because of um, what's modernly been happening recently where it's coming out with the Catholic Church. But like when he goes in there, kid first starts like about to take off his pants. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrendous it was honestly like what like stuck out of my head and then when he's like you're gonna hit me i was like oh yeah that's right he got hit like i was like oh yeah. god i was like th- i was like this episode's about to become an S- svu episode real quick <laughs> we went into <laughs> it's like oh thank god he just thinks he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna get, get beat, beat so. <laughs> thank god <laughs> um so he's nucky talks with him about why he's messing with fire, you know, he's really saying he doesn't understand, and N- Nucky's trying to be a dad, but then in true Nucky fashion, the only thing he can really do is like, it's, hey, here's 20 <laughs> bucks to not burn shit down. That's all he knows <laughs> how to do is just throw money at it. Like, hey, go buy you some sweets. Yeah, Here like, <laughs> damn it, dude. Like, I don't know how much sweets cost, because he even messes with the money a little bit. He's like, he's like is it $100? Yeah. Is it $20? <laughs> he was about to, yeah, he was about to give him a $100 bill or one of those, what is it, $1,000 bills they used to have back in the day. $1,000 for some saltwater taffy in 1920. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, all he knows how to do is throw money at the shit. And like, this will solve all my problems. Here's some money. Yeah. Go. Go do this. Yeah. Like, it's just. It shows where Nucky's at in raising a family. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to raise a family. He doesn't. Right. Um. So from there we go, and we get to see that um, Agent Michael Shannon is letting his wife go. Um, we find out, you know, she's been there for the weekend. So that's kind of interesting. I I believe this entire episode literally happened over the course of like two episode two two days, maybe three. Which I yeah. thought was kind of cool, yeah. like, when I was watching it, how much, like, things were tying up. And I'm like, because they even say in it, they'll say, like, well, yesterday you said this. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, this whole episode is only, like, two or three days long. So that's a lot yeah. of shit in two or three days. Um, So she's leaving. She was there for the weekend. 
and um, he's wishing her goodbye, you know, and she's she says, like, you know, how she can't live there. She thought she could, but there's no way. So she's going right. back home. And I thought this was kind of sad where she's like uh, he or he says uh, Asia Michael Shannon says, I'll see you next month. And I was like, damn, like they only yeah. see each other once a month. Yep. And that's once been going on for basically at least a year. Right. Yeah. And I was like, that sucks. Like, I can't imagine that happening. So um, now, is it happening all just because of funds and he can't get off? I don't know. Or is it happening because he has something else going on in Atlantic City? I don't know. But he's only... I think it started as just him being way too dedicated to his job. But now he maybe has other reasons to yeah, maybe just a, <laughs> a little avoiding. a little I'm making a belly a little a little reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm I'm making a belly symbol for anyone that can't see what we're doing. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean obviously he has uh he has something else that happened from season 1. That we're now talking about. We're about to find out here really quick here in just a minute. Actually, we can honestly get right into that um, just to close out his little storyline. Because there's only one more scene with him in it is he goes back to his uh, lodging house, which is for the men only, supposedly. And um, it's not obviously for the men only. Um, We get to see that Lucy is still in this in this show. So we still get to listen to her voice. <laughs> Even like when he walked into the apartment, I was like, "Oh damn it, she's in there. <laughs> she's asleep in the bed, and he's counting the money." Did you catch what that money was from? Yeah, yeah. It was from the raid. So now he's stealing money. He's stealing money to hush up his uh, baby mama, who is just. She's Lucy for fuck's sake. Like, damn it. Like, Ugh. What, a, what a horrible baby mama. I even have. have that in my notes. I literally have Michael Shannon's paying off his dumb baby mama. <laughs> like, and I think I, I'm, I, I'm mad at him too because, bro, why? Like, of all, of all the baby mamas you could have had. Like, her. You cheated on your <laughs> wife, who is a hundred percent dedicated to you, with this, and now yeah. <laughs> you're risking your entire career for this that he doesn't even like, because he even says he's like yeah. you sleep in the other room. <laughs> yeah, she's sleeping in his bed, and he's like, from now on, you sleep in the other room. <laughs> like, and I like damn, how she's dude, just like, right. okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I don't get it. I I I uh, I don't get it. He has been it's so he is one. He's essentially a hundred percent switched from what he was, whenever we very first started. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, he's living that double yeah. life because he's he's still trying to you know keep up the charade for his wife, but um, he's this you know whiskey drinking slut. Preg- impregnating person <laughs> in in Atlantic City, so it's it it is it's it, double life right there. It's I, I it's very yeah. odd, especially for this character who has been so stringently dedicated 
to being straight and narrow and you know well as he said he's like I doing guess the right thing the very beginning of the episode what he said is you you're serious at work and when you're off you do what you want to do <laughs> and yeah, this is what yeah. he does when he's off so that's true i didn't <laughs> think about that nice I mean, granted, he's stealing money from his job and he's taking that into his off life, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So we find out that um, Nucky is. uh, We we talked about that, actually. I'm sorry, because we were kind of combining the two right here that Nucky paid off the uh, the kid. Um, We see that um, Jimmy and um, Richard are having breakfast and. Right. Richard doesn't want to eat in front of him because I guess it's I guess it's not a pleasant sight to watch him eat. I'm sure it's right. pretty gross. But Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy is like, hey, you don't have to be embarrassed. Like you, we, we're fine with right. it. We know it's not going to be pleasant. Like it's it's okay. Right. And but Richard stills like he's still not for it, and um, that he's like, we'll take some biscuits for later, you know, so he can take back to wherever right. it is that he's going to. And we see that there's a big box on the um, on the table that Nucky had a, a present delivered. Nucky and Margaret had a present delivered, which was brought up that he had already told Margaret that they were going to send that over. Um, and right. then Richard makes a very interesting remark because Jimmy's like, breakfast is served. Jimmy's like, hey, Ange, bring out the coffee. Do this, do this. And Richard makes a remark that you have everything. And right. How does it feel to yeah. have everything? And it's a good impression. And um, <laughs> Jimmy doesn't even say it feels good. He doesn't respond at all because he doesn't have everything. It's it's a it's a it's right. a charade. You know, he knows Jimmy knows his wife more than likely. If we're gonna go from last season, his wife still probably doesn't love him, right? He's right. got his mom living at home, and. He's working a life and he doesn't have a connection with his original mentor with Nucky. He's kind of alone in this world and he's plotting against Nucky. So I feel like he doesn't have everything. He He's just living a lie, kind of. But I even I feel like that was I, I love the scene, honestly. And I I love every scene with Richard Harrow because I don't know his character, his situation. I love everything that he's done so far in this in this series, but in this scene especially, he says that, and I feel like it's it gives Jimmy something to think yeah. about because it, it's all relative their situations. So Richard believes Jimmy has everything going for him right now. Jimmy does not think so. Because, I mean, all the things you just said, he's he's got so much going on in his life. So Jimmy thinks he's in the pits right now. But then Richard says this to him, and I think that gives Jimmy something to think about. Like, you have so much good stuff going for you right now. Think about that. Think about where you want to be. Think about what you want. And take into consideration all the things you currently have. Okay. So I, I, I really love that scene and um, I love that he brought that up just to, I feel like it gave Jimmy something to, to ponder in all of his uh, current situations. I agree. I, I th- and that, yeah, the, I, I can't, you, you said it perfectly. I can't go into any more detail than that. Like I agree 100% with that. 
Um, so from there we go and we see that um, Jimmy and Richard are taking over the um, the liquor business that Nucky had, that uh, uh, not Nucky I'm sorry that Chalky had. I keep getting I keep getting oh Chalky God. and Nucky's <laughs> name mix, mixed up and I really hate that I'm doing that. Uh, we get to see that uh, Jimmy and um, Richard are taking over Chalky's business and. I said, oh, my God, because of who and <laughs> Who shows up again? My favorite character is back. <laughs> fucking Mickey. Mickey fucking, fucking Doyle, Doyle is there. All right? It's like, well, what do you did? Why is he still here? Mickey Doyle. You don't hate on Mickey Doyle, okay? <laughs> Mickey Doyle's there. <laughs> <laughs> he even does the laugh. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was very surprised to see Mickey well, you gotta remember, already. Mickey though, he's connected now with New York. Remember, he's got a connection. Right, right. Because it, yeah, think about it. Who did who That's did right. we not see this episode? A very big player from last season. Who did we not see? The, oh yeah, Rostein. Um, wait, wait, Rostein. There you go, Arnold Rostein. So, I don't think yep. Rostein's gone. Right, I I'm willing to bet you. Oh no, no! Next episode, Rossine is back. I'm willing to. Be, uh, 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 okay, I don't want to bet on it because I don't know how the show's going to go. Exactly, Rossine's still there. Rossine is not. You wouldn't bet against Rossine. Well, I'm not betting against Rossine. <laughs> <laughs> Rossine is still there, and I believe that Mickey is working with Rossine, and they may have like an equal. They well, may yeah. have an equal arrangement where Mickey is the connection of Rossine to. Uh, Nucky, right? Because as you, as uh, George Remus said, nobody likes working with Nucky. Okay, so that could easily be why Mickey Doyle is there. You know that he's working. That's how I'm looking at it. Is Mickey's there because he's he's got a connection somewhere. My only guess is it's got to be Rostin because Ro- Rostin's right. not gone. I don't think that at all. So I believe that that's why he's there, and I'm happy because. Mickey Doyle's there, so. <laughs> uh, so, but Jimmy and uh, Richard, they're taking over. They're working. They're they're essentially in charge now. Um, right. Because Chalky's, I assume, at this point, been arrested. So they're the ones that are um, they're they're taking over his entire empire. Um, right. From there, we get to see Richard in the saddest moment I can think of. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> it's it's like yeah, it's creepy, but it's not. It's I don't know how to describe it. Like it's that's exactly how I described it when we were watching this. It was like it's creepy, but I I right. get it, dude. I I, I don't I don't think he's like gonna go out there and steal a family. Like I don't think he's gonna kidnap right. people or anything like that. Well, and that's why he's. Clipping out pictures of the perfect family and pasting That's it in what his he's book, wanted, yeah, so that he can see it. He wants this Norman <laughs> Rockefeller, Rockwell, Rockwell, Norman Rockwell. Norman, he wants this because yeah, he's clipping out those paintings and posting yeah, them in his. He book. wants the this um, perfect life, you know that that doesn't exist, yeah. but this is what he wants. He wants this absolute. Yeah perfect life where he has a perfect face he has a perfect wife he has perfect kids and they live in that perfect house on that perfect cul-de-sac yep. where they have the perfect holidays for every year and he has a perfect job like that's what he's wanting you know and i don't know if it's because he's scarred 
both physically and mentally from the war where this is what he's imagining or he legitimately if he legitimately sees jimmy as having a perfect life which kind of goes into in a way we can tie that into today's society how many people just you and me Okay, I can name several off the top of my head, people I've known, and I can think of even a couple people we've known, both you and me together, on like social networks such as Facebook and things like that, where people will post photos. They are living the perfect life on Facebook. And then you come to find out like a month later, like, oh, did you know so-and-so got a divorce because so-and-so was cheating on them and they actually stole this from him? Like, wait, what? I mean, there's been studies that show that's exactly what social media does. People only post the best of themselves on social media. Korea was the best. When I went to Korea, I had the best time. (laughs) You cannot take... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's just that's that's what happens. And and it makes everyone, you know, have feelings of inadequacy and things like that. Just like in the show right now, Richard is feeling super inadequate because he sees all this great shit that Jimmy has. Like, he's like, oh, did, like I said earlier, what, how does it feel to have the perfect life? Like, you don't know that he has a perfect life, but he thinks he, he thinks it's all daisies and roses, but to, in Jimmy's perspective, it's just, it's just the worst. He has so much bad shit happening in his life. So, you know, it's, it, it's one of those situations where we only see the surface and we think that everything's going fine for this person, but it's, we don't know what's happening underneath that surface at all. No, at all. And I, yeah, no at all. And that's exactly what's happening. Uh, from there we get to see that, uh, Ducky tells the family that he's going to be going with them to go watch a movie. Uh, that's the um, I, I, again. This kind of ties in with this episode. They're gonna go watch a Charlie Ch- uh, Charlie Chaplin movie. Chaplin um, movie, yeah. And he, he's gonna meet them there, and uh, he gets a call that they're having. Uh, it's a person from the attorney general's office needs to speak with him immediately. They don't know what. Right. So Nucky tells him he'll meet them there. They go to the theater and they're waiting on Nucky, and I have it in my notes. And uh, one of the things I noticed, do you know what the name of the movie was that Charlie Chaplin was the, the Charlie Chaplin movie they were showing was? This no. ties in again with the title of the movie. The name of that movie, it's one of Charlie Chaplin's most famous movies, The Kid. Oh, right? Okay. And The Kid, if anybody's ever watched it, I actually have watched that movie before. It's uh, about a kid, it's about an orphan, and an adult is basically helping him out. It's. I was gonna say in the in the clips they showed in the in the episode, it shows Charlie Chaplin like giving him food yeah. and stuff and like taking care it's a, of him. It's a it's a it's a very famous. It's 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 if I remember right, it's ba- it's always rated as Charlie Chaplin's number one movie because he was always like a, uh, a you know comedic actor. There was always this funny stuff and things. Yeah, slapstick. slapstick. Yeah. But that movie, if I remember correctly, was the first time he actually showed. Um, it, it, it was a silent movie, but he showed some dramatic performance with just facial expressions and things like that. So it's a good movie. If you ever get a, I didn't even think yeah, about it. If you it, ever huh? get a chance to watch that movie, I would recommend it. It's not that long. It's really not. 
Um, I would recommend watching. It's very good. It's it's a very good film. Um, so that's what they're watching, and like I said, it ties in with the name of the yeah, the whole theme of the, of the episode. episode. Uh, we get to find out that the reason that Nucky's not showing up is because he's getting arrested for election fraud, which I don't know about you. That took me for a huge surprise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a very big and surprise. And so now the big thing now is who is ratted out Nucky? I mean, that's yeah. got to be the big thing that we've got to find out because it's a huge deal. And is it is, is it Jimmy? Is it uh, Eli? Was it the Commodore? Was it all three of them? You know, will Nucky find out? I don't know. Like, it's a huge deal, right? Maybe it was neither one. Maybe it was somebody else that ratted him out. I don't know. I, I kind of, for whatever reason, the first person that popped into my head after that was um, the guy that was running, the other guy that was running for president. Or what, he wasn't running for president. He was... Um, it, it was the guy that was denying the money to oh, Nucky um, for the uh, construction. I know money. who you're talking about. Yes, I, uh, um... Silver Fox. What the hell is his name? <laughs> I cannot remember. I know who you're talking about. I know. You... I thought it was that okay. guy. Uh, that, that's the first person that popped in my head. I was like, that dude is getting his revenge right now because he did not get his way. Okay. The senator, he was he was running for right, senator. Yeah, I just can't think of his name right now. That Nucky had worked on his uh, his team. Yes, I just I just yeah. cannot think of his name. It's not Harding because Harding's who won the presidency. Um, yeah, I I don't remember at all. Uh, no, that's a good. That's a very that's a good observation. It's a yeah. He might not come back, but that's that's the first person that popped into my head. So that's why we find out that he's not showing up and. The uh, uh, episode ends with Jimmy opening up the gift that Nucky sent him. There's a fat wad of cash in it, which Jimmy just tosses to the side. Like he's just like, I don't care. I have right. money. Because Jimmy, at this point, we can tell he has money. Like, oh yeah, money doesn't. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty well made. Like the money, whatever. I I expected it. There's nothing to it. And there's a carving of bait. It looks like a father and a son hunting a deer. And yep. they Jimmy looks at it and he puts it in a closet um, up on the shelf away from view. As we've right. talked about with this show, the symbolism can get very, very like in your face. Like we, we really Real think thick. we get it. <laughs> he's taking away the, the childhood, putting it in the closet. He's hiding it away. Right. He's right. just I want it out of sight. I don't want to think about it. And he's not destroying it or anything like that. It could be used at a later use. So he's just basically tucking it back in the back of his head, if you will. And right. that's how our episode ends. So uh, fantastic first episode. Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about on it? No, not really. Like I said, you know, the theme going throughout, it was, yeah, the father-son relationship. They used hunting a lot. Yes. And um, that's why they, like I said, they, they really laid it on thick with that uh, that wedding gift. Just to tie <laughs> yeah, it all together. <laughs> that's my one, my so, one yeah. qualm with this show so far. Um, and as it goes along, there's some more that comes along, but I'll get into that later um, from things I remember. 
Um, but my big qualm with this show so far is just the symbolism is very, very in your face. It's very as you they 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 don't leave a lot to like. Hey, what could this mean? Like, it's a kind of a hey, let's be as simple as possible. And one of the things I looked at online, um, I was reading on. They even apparently we we talked about it, even though we were extremely drunk when we did it. Um, <laughs> The episode where <laughs> Nucky's walking through, the, no. he's walking through the um, hotel and he has the muddy shoe prints. If you'll remember that, <laughs> there's mud. There's, there's muddy. There's muddy so, prints. I do remember. Apparently, that. <laughs> as, drunk as drunk as we as were, were, that right there is actually majorly talked about in when this uh, series was very first being aired. People would sit there and refer to that. They'd be like, this show is full of Nucky's muddy footprints. So it's that obvious. It's like, okay, we get it. You're dirty. You're you're corrupt. Yeah. Or, okay, there's daddy issues. Or, okay, we get it. There's this going on. You know, that's my big qualm with it right now is that there's not the symbolism is very in your face, which yeah. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's, there's a there's no, a lot not. worse that's out there on TV. Like I mean, even in right now, I would rather watch this TV show again over ninety eight percent of the TV shows that are currently on. So it's not bad. It's just something like it's like okay, could you have been a little more like hush about it? A little more like let's try to maybe do a little more symbolism in something else instead of just let's just give it to the audience. So you know, it is what right. it is. But overall. Fantastic. Now, I wanted to ask you, since I've watched the show all the way through, I don't remember a lot. Right. Your first watch through. Season one, episode one, which one do you like more? This first episode or season two, episode one? Of the two so far, which oh. one do you like more? Well, shit. I know. Now I'm putting I... you on the spot. I understand that. What happened in episode one? Honestly, like I I feel like episode 2 was much more explosive okay. which I I but I can see why that would be is because I mean the first season was already super explosive like it was a lot right. happening but to introduce a new season with so much it they definitely captivated okay. again they they got me wanting to watch more, so um, I I do absolutely very much appreciate this uh, episode episode one season okay. two. It's it's been uh, it's reinvigorated my my want to watch the watch okay. the series. So good job, writers <laughs> and director. If you don't remember episode one, the big the big takeout from episode one season one to me was the whole you can't be a half a gangster, which in our intro. In our intro right. music, you know, oh, we, I right. have that. Yeah. I, we have that uh, that line in it that you have you you can't be that way, right? You, you have to uh, you have to you, as Nucky says, nobody's fucking stopping you, right? Well, right. Season two, I feel like is, and I've I mentioned this at the end of last season. Season two is my favorite season. Season one is good. Oh, yeah. Season one's good. All right, don't get me wrong. Season one is phenomenal. Season two, this season, is my favorite season of all of the seasons. Season three, 
nice. is really fucking good too. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Season two though, I don't know which one I like more, season three or season one. But season two, I will rank it as my number one favorite of the entire series. Okay, Ooh. a lot. I'm excited. Well, there's already a lot going <laughs> on. We got Nucky arrested. We got conspiracy. Yep. Right. We got Agent Michael Shannon doing all kinds of crazy shit. We got Just, Mickey yeah. Doyle. Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's all, all we, we need. need. <laughs> what else do we need? So I'm excited. I can't wait because it's only going to get better after this. And I mean, if this is quote unquote the beginning, I can't wait to see what happens more. So um, we've got, I can't even remember how many episodes are in this season. 11 more episodes, 10 more episodes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how many how many were in season one? I think we it was did 12. twelve. I think this season I think it's twelve, but I could be wrong. So uh, but we've got we've got more than one more. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this goes. And Sorry if the know. podcast shuts off <laughs> just after one episode. <laughs> um, so until then, uh thank you all so much for listening in. We're back up and running. Um Season, season two, two baby. Let's, do, let's this. do this. Uh we unfortunately, and I'm talking about it late in the episode, we were gonna do a special episode of Heat. We realized Heat's two hours and forty minutes. I was gonna say that shit no, not two hours forty. That shit is like two hours and fifty one <laughs> minutes. That's three hours, dude. Uh, it's really good. <laughs> And I love, I love the movie. I love Heat, but we can't do it. I don't think my throat can handle three. We, <laughs> three we got hours. ambitious. That's all it is. We got really ambitious. <laughs> we will do definitely another special episode. I don't know what yet. I, yeah. I want to talk about a movie at some point where, we, no, where absolutely. we can do, we'll a do a movie where we can try to like lower it down to like the running time that it's not. Heat. We can't do that. <laughs> We just can't do it. <laughs> we'll summarize Heat, though. If anybody has never seen it, Al Capone, Robert De Niro, badass, watch it. There you go. Okay? <laughs> so. <laughs> you, said, you meant Al Pacino. Said, oh, who my is God. basically Al Capone. <laughs> but no, no, they're the same Al person, Pacino, basically. So Robert I Robert De Niro. <laughs> there you go. That's it. So <laughs> No, you, you left out a very, very major person. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Thank you. So, if you hit <laughs> Iceman Man, for fuck's sake. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it, which I did when I was watching that movie and taking notes. Um, uh, I didn't realize how many stars are in that movie. Dude, it's a oh, ton. Yeah. Yep. So, fantastic yep. movie like I've watched that's I think me watching and taking notes. I think that's the fifth or sixth time watching it. It it never gets old. I highly recommend it. Go and watch that movie. It's ultim it's the ultimate gangster movie to me. It really is. I mean, I love it. I just I love that movie. I can't talk about it enough. So plus you get to see Al Pacino sit there and talk about a great ass. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. greatest line in any movie history. <laughs> I was gonna say the ass, right? The ass. He's <laughs> got a great ass. <laughs> <laughs> so until then we're gonna see y'all on episode two for this season which is gonna be entitled uh in uh, entitled ourselves alone i can't wait to get to it and until then we'll do a little bit of chain wagging y'all enjoy we're not yeah. drinking though so don't worry Have about that buttermilk <laughs>
<laughs> we're, we're, we're drinking buttermilk. It's fine. <laughs> Two roads become one. The old and the young.